Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Down with the King podcast. Yes, sir. This is Will K. the King, your host, alongside C. Wade. A.K.A. the Black Max Julian. How is your boy? How's everybody doing out there? I am doing fine. How you doing, Wade? Man, I'm exhausted, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy out here, man. I know you keep busy and stuff, but you know. It is what it is. Grind so, don't cease, baby. Right, Grind don't right. cease for nobody. All right, so as we said, this is the Down with the King podcast. And as we said before, this is, um, this podcast is, this is going to be whatever I want it to be, really. Um, I had the idea to do another, to do a podcast because I just, had some things I wanted to say. I was seeing some things that were going on. And, you know, it's cool to comment on Facebook here and there about the stuff. But, you know what? I felt like, you know what? I needed I needed to say something. And so, with that being said, this podcast was born. So, with that being said, we're going to we're gonna, gonna touch up a few things. I might have some opinions that people might not like. And, honestly, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> um, Naturally. This is my fucking podcast, so um, you know if you don't want it, you don't like my opinions, fuck off. But you know what? Hands. I'm all about I'm all about discourse. I'm all about conversations. As this podcast continues on and it grows, you're gonna see different guests. Wade is gonna join us whenever he can. Yep. We might have other guests. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Anything is possible. Just know that whatever I say can't be used against me in the court of law. That I'm aware of. And this is his story. Dun, dun. That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. With that being said, I might I might as well preface this by saying I am an asshole. Um I, no. I, I right. I I, it, it, I know it's surprising. I, I I'm sorry and I really I know people are like shocked. You know, people that know me are like, Oh my god, really? Am I yes. god? Like you. seriously, Ken, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. I, asshole. But you know, with that being said, yes, I am I have my moments, um, but that is me. People love me, so it is what it is. So with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna start off um, with the subject of Childish Gambino. Donald Glover is most people know him as. So uh, a few weeks ago, he dropped the video for "This Is America" the same night where he hosted Saturday Night Live and killed it with two performances: one of "This This Is America" and also of his new song "Saturday Night." Uh-huh. And, you know, he killed the show, killed the skits, and then he dropped an amazing video. Um, a video that, you know, any, any number of people have seen millions of times. The video is very powerful. It has a very deep message in it. Um, and that's that was amazing. It was amazing. It was very, the artistic uh, value of that video is just surely just uh, it's crazy. And some of that stuff was shot in just one take. Right. And, and, and you know the creativity of it, the 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 attention to detail of that video was just awesome, and the message he was trying to get across in that video was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, what sparked what the conversation, where the conversation went with the video though, um, well, first of all, if you haven't seen the video, um, go watch the video. You yes, can pause this go, right here so you can watch the video. Definitely and then go come watch back to us. Right, make sure you come back. 
definitely go watch the video. Um, but basically, he wanted to give a depiction of what is America. Um, one of the first scenes, um, he's given a gun and he shoots. A, uh, he shoots the guy in the head, and he places the gun on a like a like on a red cloth, head. like a red cloth, like velvet cloth, like basically depicting how America cares more about guns than they do the people. Because the person was just laying on the ground bleeding, mm-hmm. and nobody attended to him, but they're so worried about making sure that gun was okay and then um he did it was another scene where a black choir was singing Took he came AR-15 and he came got out him all. And, and shot everybody similar to what happened in south carolina same um, red, same and, same and the same thing happened didn't the, the the they laid the gun down gently on this on this on this napkin and then he'll pull it away so it was just kind of showing some of the things and there's a lot of other nuanced things you had to see to you have to watch the video to really see um because i can't explain i can't, can't explain them you just have to see them and stuff like this you can't really explain you can't really put it into words you have to really see it to believe it right it's just like I say it's just an artistic genius at his best um, but with that being said one of the um, conversations that came up and this is a a conversation that comes up a lot now and this is my and it's one of the things that frustrates me and so uh, nowadays everybody's quote unquote woke that is the th- that is the theme everybody's you know quote unquote hashtag woke whatever the case may be but it seems like the 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 bar of where you know what are you allowed to do when you're woke or how you how you can express your wokeness so to speak changes. And what I mean by that is this video came out, amazing video. Talks about being black in America, references a lot of things that black people deal with in America. Then the it went from oh my god this is an amazing video and this is what happens with internet trolls and it happens all the time uh-huh. the conversation switched to oh my god how can he be woke the mother of his child is white or she's not black so then the debate became well are you are you able to be woke and not be in a relationship with someone black if you're a black man which I didn't see this conversation happen when a, if it was a black woman and a white man, but right. it's, it's I never, didn't I didn't it's hear that brought up. First, I didn't hear that brought up, but I just I, I'm just just I, like I said, maybe the conversation happened. I'm just telling you, I didn't see it, so don't attack me for saying I didn't. I'm taking the one side or the other. I'm just telling you what I saw, and what I saw was. First of all, I think it was Shade Room or somebody posted was, a picture was, of him and his his child's mother walking. And said, before you think you think about how quote unquote woke Donald Glover is, look at this. Mm-hmm. And the kind of with no context, they just posted this picture with that commentary. And that's a dangerous thing because all you're doing now is you're trying to cloud his message with this other um, rhetoric. It's the same thing that people tried to do to Colin Kaepernick because there were people that were trying to say, well. He hasn't always, quote unquote, been woke. He was, he was not, you know, he was, he was a bad, even my best friend had this commentary because he lives out in the Bay Area. And so he had had, you know, he had experience being around him. So his thought was, how can you, quote unquote, be woke now? Are you so for the people now when you were, you were such a jerk and all this other stuff before? Because apparently one thing has to affect the other. And that's not the case. First of all, people evolve. Yeah. People, people change over time. You Especially be, in Colin Kaepernick's uh, position, your what your what your thought process was at twenty one or twenty two or twenty three years old when you become a millionaire 
can be a totally different thing when you're 26, 27 years old and you're seeing things going around the world. And you say, no, nah, this shit's not right. Yeah, the priorities become different. Right. You're, you what? think you can look at the situation and say, that's not, I don't care who you are. You can look at the situation and say, no, that's fucked up. But for whatever reason, the context that the conversation was around, some people saying, oh, well, you know, because and it was a lot of people. Most people that are saying this were people that either ran into in the Bay Area or there was some sports people saying the same shit. Like, oh, like commentators saying, well, how can you be quote unquote woke and blah, 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 blah. Whatever the case may be. You really don't have to be woke to recognize that something is very wrong right. in this picture. Right. But for people to try to question how how if or if Donald Glover can be quote unquote woke because his child's father mother is not black is the dumbest shit and I've let's, ever let's, heard. Let's let's look on this. Like he's openly said during comedy sets that he's into Armenians and white chicks and you know. And, and but he's also said and that's actually another another thing I'm gonna to touch on in a second. But just to kind of flip it back you can't tell someone that, okay, well, you can't be woke because you date. Like, now, my thing is this, and what some of the arguments I was seeing by some women, black women, was that no one's saying he can't date white women, but as long as you're not bashing black women. Now, yes, yeah, I've never heard say. him bash black women. What I have heard him say and read in numerous interviews is that He's tried to date black women, right? But the black women that he's had experiences with have shunned him for being quote unquote different or quirky or nerdy, which moves me on to my next subject because this became a whole nother argument and debate, yeah, for about a week and a half or so. Because now the question was because now you had black men who were largely considered quote unquote nerds coming out and saying, yeah, I, you know, I understand that because being a nerd in the black community hasn't always been, it's just, it's no different than being a nerd anywhere else. Nah. You weren't all nerds just because nerds are in now doesn't mean they always were. So while women were not checking for nerds when we were younger, now they are. And the whole point was saying, yes, nerds are in now, but that hasn't always been the case. No, nah, because nerds, nerds have always been seen as the, uh, the subhumans. The, yeah, the oddballs, so oddballs. to speak. Right. And so with that being said, it became this whole debate about, because I, I heard two train of thoughts. First thought was I heard women saying, well, black men can't complain or talk about anything that they've been through largely due to the way black women have been treated by them. Which, to me, is BS. And it's, it's, I mean, it's bullshit. I'm sorry. And the reason I said that is this. You can fully recognize and and understand and admit and own and and understand and see that black women have largely been mistreated by black men. I have no problem admitting that. That is very true. I is something I it's recognize. A fact. It's a fact. It is right. There's no there's no denying that. Right. You'll never hear me deny that. That is never going to be the case. But both things can be true. What I mean by that is, for you to tell me that. Because black women have been treated or mistreated, I can't then talk about the fact that as a black man who has been, quote unquote, identified as a nerd when I was a kid or younger or a teenager that 
women then they either didn't they weren't showing any interest in me or some women weren't now that doesn't mean i didn't get women but the thing about it is nerd or the nerdy guys or the black nerds or whatever the case may be some of the nerdy things i was into i couldn't express to those women if they weren't into they weren't into it so i had to kind of so so like hide my nerdiness to an extent to get these women to you know i because i you know i had to to get their attention or to get or to maintain whatever interest they had in me because my fear was if they found out i was into dragon ball z or all these little things that were considered nerdy or japanese anime or all these things that were considered quote-unquote nerdy they wouldn't like me but that's because that was my experience up to that point Mm -hmm. so my thing is this if i'm saying Yes, my experience has been that, yes, there have been women that have shunned me for being a nerd. That has been my experience. That does not mean that your experience as a black woman is that you've been, that you haven't been mistreated. I'm not saying that one is not true. But for you to tell me that my experience as a black man is irrelevant, you're basically, I feel like they're all lives matter in this subject. Because you're basically telling me that, um, yeah, no, yeah, right. But no, but all lives matter. Nope, that's not that, no, no, no. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, sure, you were shunned as a nerd, but no, but y'all treat black women wrong. Both things can be true. Both things, just like whenever somebody something new comes up, it's a major thing going on in the world. Flint still hasn't doesn't have clean still water. I haven't forgotten water. I haven't forgotten about that. But that doesn't mean that I can't. If I choose to watch the royal wedding, for example. That's my choice. One doesn't distract me from the other thing. Right. You can you can have thoughts about multiple things at one time. Just like two things can be true. Black women have been largely mistreated by black men. That is a fact. That's, that's well at the fact. same time, nerds, particularly black nerds, have been have not always been accepted by women. Well, not only that, the the black female nerd gets it worse that is true way worse and you know what and that's the thing that does and that's not and and the thing is me saying as a man my experience doesn't also discount the fact that female nerds have been or or women that are nerds in in the black community have been mistreated tremendously as well because it's just that thing. It's the same thing with the, you know, but just like black women or the court. And, and so I saw this post and this is actually another thing that I saw another kind of side of the discussion. I saw, I saw this one post on my Instagram that some girl posted basically saying, were you guys really like, you guys are saying you guys were shunned as black nerds, but were you just shunned by the quote unquote popular chicks and the chicks that were quote unquote out of your league maybe you should have stuck to your you could you should have stayed in your lane quote unquote so basically what she's saying is maybe you guys were only shunned because you tried to go for women that you shouldn't be trying to go for i mean at the same time you gotta shoot your shot though my thing is how's it different than anything else yeah because even if you like, this is peak, like, like if you gonna do something I don't, like that, you are getting shot down. I don't believe in so I don't I'm a firm believer that hey if a girl's not attracted, your girl's not attracted to you, and I get that. Right. But it for you to tell is. me basically that because I'm a nerd, I shouldn't have tried I should never try to date a chick that's quote unquote considered cool or popular or 
beautiful. So basically, you know, basically the way that that statement reads to me is, "Hey, you a nerd, so you probably shouldn't approach anything above a six. Mm. No, homie. But but you see in in almost every other movie that kind of uh, covers this issue that the nerd ends up with the cheerleader. Right, right. This happens. This has been happening since the Revenge of the Nerds. Exactly. Like this has been happening for 20, 30 some odd years. And it's funny, but and that's my thing. Like, but maybe you know, maybe just that, that those movies are fantasy. So because they're fantasy, they're not real movie. They're not real life. I mean, this is yes, it is Hollywood, but it does happen. It does. You're right. It does happen in real life. You're right. Like and I can it, attest to this. Right. But it, at the same time, and my biggest thing is, you're right. It happens sometimes. And all we were saying is that you can't. It just you know just because he said that was his experience, you can't discount what the person says. It's their experience. If he's saying my experience is black women weren't attracted to me, just and the thing is you can't say as a black woman why would some woman not be attracted to him? Just because you're attracted to him doesn't mean all women were. Yeah. Because some women may have not been attracted to him. They may not think he was cute. Maybe they didn't think he was attractive or handsome for whatever reason. He's only speaking about his experience. Mm-hmm. You can't discount someone else's experience because at the end of the day, that's what they went through. You didn't go through that. Right, you can't, you you can can't only, put yourself in Donald's shoes. You can only talk about your experience just like I can only talk about mine. Because mm-hmm. everything everything is a personal experience. Exactly. Everything is a personal experience. And like I said, at the same time, I don't, of course, I don't support, I don't have a problem with interracial dating or whatever. I grew up in a family where it's all types of different cultures and, and I, mean, races I, look at, and stuff. I look at it like this as long as the vibe is right, do what you want. Right. My thing is, and like I said, it's not what I will say, and I said it earlier, I will not support, like, I don't support you bashing a race of women saying, oh, I don't date black women because so-and-so, and they all ghetto and loud. That's bullshit. See, that, that's, that, just... that's a self-hate thing. And yeah. that's, that thing I, I can't abide. I can't abide that. Yeah. Because you're not going to sit here and discredit all black women because you've had a, a bad experience. With now, one. you can say you choose not to date them, but you can't stereotype them. You can only talk. You can talk about say, "Hey, the woman I ran into just happened to not be attracted to me, or didn't like the fact that I was quirky or nerdy." That's an experience. And this you said all black every, women are all black women are ghetto and loud, and I just don't like black women. That's different. That's, that's a whole. Why almost every other black woman is seen as the loud, ratchet, crazy, you know, Jasmine Sullivan type. In every TV show or movie, well, almost every TV show or movie that's ever been made. Like there's always a black woman with the, you know, with the hair rolling. It's in the eye. same reason people watch reality shows and watch basketball wives or watch hip love and hip hop and all this other shit and because they like to the see way. these and, and they get these stereotypes of what in this like they they kind of make these black women into caricatures of themselves a lot of times and it's the reason why I watch the shit but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so my shows thing is as fake as Hollywood ever has been. Right, and that, and that is what it is. Like I said, my thing is. You can't sit here and tell me on one hand that hey, you like, you know, he you dismiss somebody's experience because you don't like it. That's not that's not right. And that's one. Yeah, that, that, and that was my biggest thing because it's like I felt like women are just completely dismissing his point of view or his thoughts or his feelings because they they you know they didn't like what he said. And it's like no, he didn't say he hated all black women. He just said his experience was it, right. His experience the ones was that he, a he bad tried one. to date didn't like him. That's all. Yeah, that's a simple thing. Everybody don't like you. He said that. 
he dated, he happened to have a thing for Asian women. I know plenty of black guys that have fetishes for Asian women. Let's be clear. That's even in the whole Detroit anime community. That's not an uncommon thing. And the thing is, the nerdy things look. Me and him are both wrestling fans. Uh Let's believe. We've been shunned. We've gone to bars. And not necessarily particularly us. But we. But but people of our kind has been seen as, oh, these. Right. These. hmm, We went to, we used to go to this bar out to watch, you know, watch events together as a group. And it was another group that we knew we knew them but we didn't all sit in the same area or whatever right they took one room we but took they the other. had they had all types of horrible experiences with the waitresses treating them like they were just lower than the scum because they were wrestling fans ignoring them not waiting on them all kinds of just craziness is like they paying you money though right like they, they're making your tips this right week. <laughs> like yeah so like that so it happens it believe me it happens it's not. It's not an uncommon thing, and I think you, people need to account for that. So I'm off my soapbox on that. And that was one of the things that quote unquote grinded my gears the last few weeks. It's frustrating. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a, a, a left because I want to kind of get off of the heavy stuff a little bit for a minute. Gonna ease up on them real quick. I mean, ease up a little bit. Okay. So the, the next thing I want to touch on this is now this is gonna be me being a nerd. We're going to talk about Avengers Infinity War. Yes. So Please do. Because it's, listen, Infinity War has been out for how long now? Two weeks? It's, it's been three almost. Three, three weeks? It's been Get it together, people. Spoilers are afoot. <laughs> like, I'm probably hot too. Like, I threatened people at my employees because I was like, <laughs> I want to talk about this and y'all haven't seen it. So. If you don't go see it by tomorrow, I'm going to start just spoiling stuff for you. Yeah. And I did, because I didn't care. It's, I, yeah, I, I had three weeks, man. I held out as much as I could. But let's talk about the movie. So, yes. first of all, awesome, awesome freaking movie. Marvel landed the fuck out of that. Oh, like, Marvel Studios knocked this shit out the park. Like, 10-year build-up for a movie, and they did not disappoint. Not at all. Not Thanos was a bad motherfucker. Let's be clear. Bro, Thanos, Thanos had me in my feelings, He dog. made Hulk took his chain in the whole The Hulk got shook. Hulk got slapped up some crazy. Hulk got shook <laughs> when he took that first blow on the shoulder. And he was, looked at him like, yo, wait a minute. That, that yo, hurt, this, dog. Yo, no. That what, hurt, dog. What part of the game is so, this? <laughs> look, Thanos, Thanos wrecked shit. Dude, dude do a, a planet at niggas. He just said... Right, he literally pulled a planet out the sky and said, "Eat craters." Right, he threw a planet at people. I just want to point. I just want. You, I just want to paint that picture for you guys. That, he threw like, a if you if you don't think Thanos is bad enough, take that into account. And he killed everybody. This is well, most everybody. Well, most everybody in this. He was uh, killing people from the beginning of the movie. Um. Your boy Loki, Heimdall. Loki got slapped up something crazy. Yeah. Loki caught the fade. Hulk, Hulk caught, caught the fade. The fade. Uh, Thor, boy. He, 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 the movie started with him carrying Hulk like he was a bitch. I mean, um, Thor like he was a bitch. Yeah, by the head. Like, just carrying him by the head like motherfucker. Like, I took your eye. Now I'm about to take your life. Get my boys to come at you. We gonna wrap you up in this metal. And you gonna watch your boy get slapped up. Like, you gonna watch your brother get killed as as he was trying to double cross Thanos. Typical Loki. 
Yeah. And then he then he caught the fade. He said no more resurrections. No more resurrections. Bitch. <laughs> so Yo, Avengers, well, overall Avengers was awesome. Um the saddest was when Spider Man went. That Man, was, like they got you there. Um dog, my heart sank, dog. Like it was sad. It was it was quite I sad. I wanna go, Mr. Stark. Uh, yeah, right. Come. Like dog. It was just, it was all I don't feel so good. And he knew it was coming. Mm, you can feel it. He knew it was coming. I heard they dragged his, his 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 disappearance out too far on purpose to make it sadder. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if know. they wanted to talk, they wanted to hit the, the heartstrings, and they hit it hard. Yeah, but it was um amazing, amazing movie. Only fucked up part is now I gotta wait a whole another year to see what the fuck happens. Man. I mean, we got Ant Man and Watch this year, but apparently it takes place before this. Right, it's, it's what, right before it finishes. So my thought is, it's probably gonna be the ending is probably gonna line up with when when after he snaps his fingers, mm-hmm. which means either the Watch is gonna disappear, or his daughter is gonna disappear. Because he, because uh, he literally took out pretty much everybody. Half the universe. Half the universe. That Black point. Panther, our our king T'Challa is no more. Yeah, what kind of fan? Uh, Bucky was in there for like a half a second. He was getting the shots in, but then Thanos came through with the green uh, Infinity Stone. Said, "Yeah, let me run this back." Oh, by the way, should have aimed for the head, nigga. Blah! Right. So, um, yeah. So that was my review of Avengers. Awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. If you haven't seen, seen it, what's it, wrong with you? I've seen it twice. Um, Record breaking yeah. uh, two times for this guy. I, I don't have much of a life to be about that life. Yeah, you know, I had to. I needed to review, revisit. I need to see that Hulk beat down again in the beginning. Man, like, I can't stop talking about that Hulk beat now. That was, that was, was, was made for me, like, because I've never seen Hulk like that. It was bad. It was bad. Like, I don't follow the Hulk comics time. and all that, but it was worse the second the time. It was worse the second time. Yeah. So he was so. I, I, I just one more thing. Hulk was so shook. He didn't even want to come back. He kept out. saying no. No. <laughs> he said no. Boy got shook. He said no. He said no, Craig. Nah, nah. He said no, Craig. No. Nah, Craig. Nah, Craig. So. <laughs> Moving on for that. Yeah. So we're going to move back into some other bullshit. So, some of you, many of you may have heard of this chick name. And she's, she's supposedly a musician, but mm. her music hasn't really do, do we have to talk about done it? anything for her. Yeah, we do. Oh, damn it. Because she pissed me off. And she always does. Well. So she is probably the ultimate internet troll is the best way I can describe her. She's a faux musician and I say faux musician because her music sucks and it's never gotten her anything but trash. I haven't heard she anything even, since that one you know how bad her, You know how bad her music was? The originally when she first started doing music a few years back and I remember this vividly. It's before Iggy Azalea. So first of all the person I'm talking about is Azalea Banks. It's Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, right? So years ago when Iggy Azalea was popping on, like just under, they were still both doing mixtapes. There was a beef between them because of the same name, the Iggy Azalea and Azalea Banks. They both were doing music. Iggy's music was better. Clearly. 
Azalea Banks was trash. Her music was just trash. It was Garbages, I don't even admit, I downloaded one of her mixtapes and I was really unhappy about it. I deleted that shit. I was not, I was not happy. So, with that being said, for the last five or six years, basically, Azalea's made a living basically being an internet troll. Azalea Banks, she, by the Azalea, way. I'm sorry. Azalea Banks. Sorry. Um, no Freudian confusion. slip. <laughs> so... Which and so what she'll do is that she'll make these random prognations on her, her Twitter and she'll just go off on going on random people, and then she'll flip it. And so for example, in the past she's gone at Nicki Minaj and then so, but then when it came down to the whole quote unquote the supposed beef between Nicki and Cardi, she took Nicki's side. Now, mm. what I will say is this, and and this is the thing I I, I it frustrates me about Iggy Azalea and also people that agree with her. Because my issue with is, is, I'm sorry, Azalea Banks. Like he's saying that because I hate the name. It's, it's the Azalea, right? It's the Azalea. So the reason I keep saying this is because she's one of those people that will say one thing and then say the complete opposite thing like a year or two later. So, she so she'll back. go at you and then join your side to go at somebody else. That's what she does. See, I don't follow Azalea Banks enough to even care. So I, and I don't. News but this has all came up in the last week because she went on the Breakfast Club and basically she talked about. So for the last few months, so when Nikki, the whole Nikki and Cardi B supposedly started, Azalea was supposedly taking Car- uh, Nikki's side, talking about how colorism is the reason why Cardi is getting more love than somebody like Nikki. Now. First of all, last time I checked, Nikki is black skin. Uh, As you hear now, she's still black. Whatever. Yeah. Cardi is Puerto Rican or whatever, right? Yeah. So my issue with this, and this is also just going to speak to my issue with Nicki Minaj and the reason why I felt like people weren't taking Nicki's side in the beginning. Nicki's music is largely falling off. Yeah, because she's not comfortable with her position. and, And this is part of my issue. So my issue with Nicki... And I'm gonna tell you right now, my my sister will even tell you, I was a Nikki supporter. I would argue my sister up and down for Nikki back when she first really started to get part popping. Before she had an album on, when she was still mixtape Nikki, I was campaigning for her. Before she had the new nose, right? My sister was upset because she felt like she switched up after her mixtape stuff. And this was before her even album dropped, but she was doing like features and stuff. And so my foot, my sister was like, I like her mixtape stuff, but this new stuff or what she's doing, I don't like it. I don't like this whole Barbie thing and blah, blah, blah. And at the time, See? I told my sister, I said the whole Barbie thing was just a marketing thing to keep herself afloat. And it's clever. And I got it. It's I, clever I, as I, hell. Com- I completely understood it. And she eventually followed it up with great music. Her first album was great. Mm-hmm. My issue with Nikki and my issue with people that say Nikki's the queen is this. Y'all called Lil' Kim the Queen B. Back in, back in what? 90s? The 90s, 96, 97, 97 98, yeah. whatever the case may be. I, even though I'm not the biggest Little Kim fan, I, I can at least give her that crown because she was doing it when there was other talented women on top. Right, because who you In her at? era, when she was coming out, she had... Foxy Brown. She had Foxy right there with her neck and neck for a minute. Right. She had Eve. She oh, had the yeah. brat. The brat. She Missy. had Rod Digger. Rod then she Digger. had Missy. Yep. Like, she had a bunch of chicks to compete with. 
it wasn't just one. It was a whole clip. Like, it was a whole bunch of them. Like, it was neck and neck as far as talent-wise. They all was talented in their own right. They all could spit. And the, the majority of them were from New York. Right. With the exception so, of Missy being from uh, and, Virginia. And, and Bright being from Chicago. Yep. yep. So, my thing was, back then, you had to cut your teeth and really be considered that person. And the thing about it was similar to what it was with the men. Even though there were dudes that were competitive with each other. They would still do songs together. Same right. thing happened when Lil Kim did the Ladies Night song, Ladies right. Night track, mm-hmm. right? So you had all these different women working together. There was even um, the song that, um, and this is back when Mill was still on Rockefeller, the song with, uh, oh, with uh, the brat, um, the brat Trina, um, Road Dogs is what it was called. It was on the, the DJ Cool One and DJ on the Backstreet soundtrack. It was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall, that's, that's, my... that's yours, right? Right, <laughs> that's right. Your <laughs> movie, right? So like that soundtrack, that that so it's just showing women working together and doing music together, right? So it showed the form of solidarity, right? Even though if we we could competition, we could still do music together. My issue with Nikki is now Nikki came in when there was a vacancy, there was no other women doing it, and I got it. That was cool. My issue with that was with Nikki opening the door, there was an opportunity for other women to kind of get an opportunity to kind of get their shit off. Right. Nikki prevented that. She did everything she could to prevent that. So I can't call you queen when you was when it was an empty ass castle. Right. There was there was no one body nobody else, no other competition. It was just you. Like you had some you had some it was some, rappers, like kind of sprint. It was some underground there. chicks like that wasn't right. really getting no shine. And the thing is, if you were trying to really get big on that level, Nikki was using backroom politics to keep your shit underground. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit that Remy Ma talked about. Nikki tried to kill other opportunities for her. And so when Remy came out, came back, got out of jail, and finally got her shit off, got back with Joe, and really started getting into the you know music again, like really getting hitting the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. People taking sides and shit, and people saying, "Well, Nikki, this, Nikki, that." And I'm like, "Yeah, but y'all really, y'all see why she couldn't really respond with Sheether, because she wasn't she like wasn't she ready. came, she wasn't ready for that." And so, Remy was her own worst enemy. She shouldn't have, she ain't had to do two songs back to back, but she killed her one. She ain't had to do nothing else um, other she, than Sheether. One song would have done that. Was it? But Nikki. And so when Nikki came back with her responses, she came back with two. She gonna go grab Wayne and Drake for a song. That's yeah. cheating. And the song didn't even hit like she wanted it to. See, that's what so, happened. And so my issue with Nikki is, I can't sit here like Nikki was in doing an interview with Zayn Lowe where she was crying and she playing victim and shit. And I'm like, you not those. You can't sit here and play victim no. when you've tried to sabotage the careers of multiple women on the come up on the come up because you didn't want competition so now when you actually get competition Remy came back Cardi B rose up Cardi rose up Rhapsody is out here so now you got other competition you scared women you gotta really worry about now you up here complaining and talking about you the victim. Well, you you went yourself. when you did this to yourself because if you hadn't been the person that was like, oh, I don't want no competition. I want to be the queen by myself. If you had not ever had that mindset, nobody would have a problem. But because you had this, you were 
adamant about being the only one, that's where I had a problem. Because this shit could have been sweet. Right. You and Cardi could have been doing shit together. If you had been like, hey, I support Cardi Grind, because that's what Remy did. Remy yeah. supported uh, Rhapsody's Grind. Everybody else supporting each other. You the only I, one. I like motorsport. You the only one out here not liking, not 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 supporting other women. It's like, and that's my issue because you can't, and especially when we're in this time of women empowerment. I'm all for the women coming up and doing their thing. I no, like it no, when there's no. multiple women. As far as like in the hip hop game, because it's just I feel like it's only fair. Because if we got all these dudes on one side doing anything, and it's all these dudes thriving, why shouldn't the women have the same thing? Now, people are squashing beefs right. on record. Y'all, y'all remember uh, Rick Ross and Jeezy was beefed out for the longest. And they came together on, uh, on uh, what's the last one? What's the last Jeezy album? Uh, They've been they've done a couple songs since they got nah, together. Nah, but nah, I'm, just, I'm just pointing it out there. Like, it's actually on record. Well, yeah, it's been. A, they've done a couple songs since they got back together a couple well, of years yeah, ago. Yeah, like, like. But my War thing Ready is like, we—I forget the name of the song, but War Ready, War, War Ready was the first one they did together, right? When they came back together, right? And, and my thing is, and it wasn't number the conversation, but my thing is like, as long as you know everybody's been able to get their grind on, I don't have a problem with Cardi because I respect her hustle. I don't care if she's not the greatest lyric. That album is great. I, I honestly wasn't expecting. I was not expecting to like that album. But that album is actually I, really I good. I've heard nothing but good reviews. I, 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 I haven't from, heard he it. He knows me. He knows how critical I am on music. Yeah. So for me to say that album was good, it's something. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't say that. Like, like if you say it's good, well, I gotta listen to it now, right? Because <laughs> I don't, I don't just say that lightly. So my thing is, if I'm saying this, if I, you know, it's a great album, and my thing is, all I want Nicki to do is put out good music, and I'll be good with that. But I don't want I just saying saying all that politics stuff where everybody shine. Look, you don't have to be the only one. My thing is this: I respect you more as an MC if you if you come out here and kill it and shut all and and you still the top. But if these other chicks is really coming for your throne, because let's be clear, she don't want it with Raps Rhapsody at all. Nah, you don't she want don't this want problem. She don't want the problem. Because the thing is, Rhapsody ain't just trying to be the f- best female rapper. She's trying to be the best rapper. She's trying to be the best right. MC. Clearly, it, she's trying to period. be the best MC. She trying. She going to be female. She going for Kendrick's spot. Like that's what she trying to do. Ooh. She ain't playing with y'all. So it's coming for y'all heads. So man. with that being said, kind of going back to what I was saying about Azalea Banks. So in the past, she's dissed Nikki for various reasons. I think some of the issues she dissed her for was some of the things I touched on as far as Nikki holding people down. Whatever the case may be, now when the whole Cardi thing comes up where people are saying, well, why are we supporting Cardi? My thing was, because uh, her thing was people only supporting Cardi because she's, you know, because of the colorism thing and she's because she's Puerto Rican, she's not black. And, and, and if that plays a role into it, sure, it may I don't know. I can't speak for that, but I'm sure it, it probably does to some people. But more than anything, I think, and more thing I hear when it comes to Cardi is that she's a genuine person. She's been her this whole time. 100%. From the beginning, since the first time I saw her on Breakfast Club, she's been that same person. That same ghetto-ass Puerto Rican chick. At the same time, they respect her grind to see where she came from. Because Miss Billy, it's a whole bunch of strippers. They didn't try to be rappers. Uh, case yeah. in point, Eve was a stripper one time. But she was a she was a, a good rapper. rapper. That's different. 
But I'm talking about recently, like, what? especially going the route she went, going through the Love & Hip Hop route. Mm-hmm. There's been a few chicks on Love & Hip Hop that have been former um, strippers. They try to be rappers. That she ain't paying out the same way. Right. So, but it panned out. But it panned, it. it panned out for Cardi. And whether she is a ghostwriter now, you know how I many chicks have ghostwriters? I don't mean a damn thing. Because Mel has got ghostwriters too. My thing is this, y'all y'all keep forgetting that that same shit was talked about for Nikki, where they said Safari wrote for her. So what the hell y'all talking about? What you mean? Why is it an issue now when y'all hear it from Cardi? Because when when they when people saying about Nikki, y'all wouldn't talk a shit. Now all of a sudden it's oh no Cardi got a ghostwriter. People been saying that shit about they've been saying shit about Nikki for years, paying that Safari wrote for her probably why a lot of her music wasn't hitting the same way. So, y'all can't talk that shit one hand and then ignore it on the other hand. Like that's that's that double. I hate that double standard bullshit. Why y'all think Safari was in all the Nikki's videos when they were a thing? And so, with that being said, Zelia Banks basically went on Breakfast Club and went on this whole rant about um, colorism and how uh, why Cardi is hot or whatever. And so, I guess something happened where Cardi responded and. Azalea went back at her basically talking about how she's illiterate and basically she's insulting her intelligence which Azalea's an internet troll so I feel like you shouldn't even get in an argument with her because she's gone the thing about Azalea is that while I can't stand her she's an intelligent person and she knows that she can out talk people yeah. on an intelligent level so she can use her words to berate you that's just what she does so she's the wrong person to really get in that kind of argument with unless you really you're equipped to do it right don't feed the troll and she wasn't. I mean, and so then other people was jumping in the shit. I think Car- Cash Doll jumped in at some point because, but that's Cash Doll's fault because she was tripping about, I guess it was a song, a song that's on Cardi's album, that it was a song with YG. And I guess she had done a version of the song before, but somebody else had too before the song was sold off. And she was taking off the verse. So I'm like, something to that effect. So she played her version of it and she didn't tell the story. And was like, you need to understand how to. And so she was mad because Universal made her take the song out. I'm like, well, duh, it's on her album. They're going to make you take it down. That's how it works. Exactly. You, the hell you talking about? You like, that's call, just the you way. You can call it a remix and put it out. That's the way the record business works, chick. So. <laughs> Sorry. Right. So, you know, it was just a bunch of people ganging up on Cardi. And it's like, Cardi, first of all, Cardi pregnant. She emotional. Don't mess with her. Like, that's right. wrong. Y'all she's, trying to, she's preoccupied right, right now. Y'all messing with this chick, man. She ain't, like, that's just wrong. That's just, first of all, y'all picking on her for no reason. Because no, y'all feel like come, y'all. If the baby, something happens to that baby, it's going to be y'all fault. Because y'all feel like y'all can get gang up on her. And that's wrong. At the same time, with Azalea, you know, I think Azalea got into it with Tiana Taylor about something. My thing is, like, she's the ultimate, um, ultimate. Twitter troll. But my thing is like I can't stand with people to try to come and support her because she'll she'll take whatever side is gonna benefit her. Mm-hmm. She's a, she flip flops worse than Donald Trump. Yeah. Like she's on the campaign trail twenty four seven. So whatever side she gotta take to get some attention, that's what she gonna do. So if it's oh it's a women's a black women's empowerment movement, oh I'm gonna join that side. So but then she'll say some shit and then, and then six months later, she gonna say some other shit that ain't got nothing to do with us. Because that's just what she does. She's been doing random, it for years. Random blurts. Anybody has paid attention to it, but y'all are so quick to agree with her because y'all just felt like this and somebody else said something y'all already agreed with. But now it's like, oh, yeah, she said something we already agreed with, so we're going to support her. Nah. No. No. That's not how this works. That's not how this that's works. That's not how any of this works. I mean, I guess that's how the internet works to some people, but I don't feel like I can't. I can't. Yeah. 
change my allegiances allegiances that quick. So I'm, I'm not going to. Very independent contractor. <laughs> right. It's just it's just whack. Whoever's paying me, that's who I'm going with. <laughs> and all right, so that's how the game go. So with that being said, we are gonna move on to Robert. Oh, Robert Kelly. Robert. Drip, drip, drip. Mister Pie Piper himself. So, I'm a I'm a preface this conversation by first and foremost saying, with all of my energy, fuck R. Kelly. I can't listen to R. Kelly the same way. Like. I'm sorry. At like, all. fuck R. Kelly. I can't. The people that still support R. Kelly are. What is wrong with y'all? It boggles my mind. Because my thing is, y'all look like, oh my God, 12 plays my shit. I yeah, said, that may be you know true. what 12 plays was? 12 plays for a 12 year old. You know that? <laughs> that whole album was about a little. It, it, it was about 12 toys. Like, you know, I'm talking about oh, like, sex toys. I'm talking about like the toys a little girl was playing with. I'm just talking truck. Right. Papa right. Dog. Ghostbusters right. car. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Y'all, the fact that y'all can listen to these songs and not understand this dude was talking about a little girl, the dude called himself the Pied Piper. I've been okay, saying this okay. shit Pause. for 15 years. He named himself the, the Pied Piper. Piper. Do you motherfuckers know what the Pied Piper did? We read this story in school. The yeah, fool came, the, he came and the, the town was flooded with rats. And what did he do? So he used his food to get the rats out, but the town didn't pay him. So instead, he took all their kids. He he led kids away with his music. Child abduction. But y'all wouldn't support this motherfucker. He told y'all he liked kids. The man wears a mask while he's singing to you. The dude dresses like the hamburger. He's like the low <laughs> But he's the no. kid burglar. He's the great value fan of the opera. Like, let's be clear. R. Kelly's a creep. He's a fucking he's a, he's creep. The, he's the he's ultimate. a horrible... Definition oh, of creep is We already got Cosby old ass out of here. Fuck him too. <sighs> and now we already got where the cliff. And now we can get rid of R. Kelly. Fuck that nigga. Like, let's be clear. Throw them both in the hole. The nigga locking chicks up in houses, not letting them do shit. He married Aaliyah when she was four, 15 years old. Oh, I know he's on that blessed name, Mom. Like, let's be clear. I know he was on that. Like, let's be clear. Yeah, apparently he been like locking chicks up in houses and shit, and basically um like some fucking slave like sex slaves and shit, and then like he tells oh, he was like he was like uh what's his face from uh, Signs of the Lambs? Yeah, like he tells them what to do, like tells them when to eat. They can't the talk. On the skin they can't talk when, unless he tells them to. Like, yeah, he's training you. And it's all situations where these chicks are trying to be singers or something. They come to him, and then they ain't never heard from him again. Nah. This nigga got a sex coat and shit. It's like, this motherfucker is sick. Wow, I didn't know that. Like, this, I mean, some I people that, it went deeper than that. No, My it's, it's a right lot now. of shit. Yeah, it's, that's recent. That's actually recent stuff. That's wow. been going Like, he's, yeah, there's been people coming out talking about his sex coats and shit. Like, dude, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Man. And the fact that we and, pe- and people still support him and support his concerts That's, and shit. See, this, like, oh, man. Like, y'all women, oh, my God, I love that song. He ain't talking to y'all. He talking about a 12-year-old girl. He talking to your daughter. And <laughs> 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 the scary part is, is that true? That is true. Right. You know, he looking past your ass. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. R. Kelly groomed all y'all. Let me, and I'll tell y'all. No, no, no. All right, this is going to be, I'm going to tie it together. It's going to be the most ridiculous shit I say all day. I'm just going to point this out. R. Kelly groomed all y'all. And what he did is, 
He gave y'all all his music so y'all can have sex to make these babies too, right? Also, y'all can get them girls like 14, 15 years old so he can take them. <laughs> that was his game. <laughs> it's all been a plot. It's a long con. It's a long con. Get all y'all <laughs> duped. This is all part of his plan. Oh, the master plan. Master plan has finally come to fruition. Oh, man. That is priceless. Because I can guarantee you, those chicks the, 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 that was in his sex cult, their mothers probably had their girls dance music. <laughs> I, I, I would at least say 70 to 80%. Almost positive. That's, that's... Almost, this is all part of his game. Ain't nobody get He did the best comment ever. But yeah, fuck R. Kelly. Um, Spotify recently pulled him from their um, playlist recommendations, which Good. I'm all for. I mean, they probably can't pull his music, but I don't care. We can pull the plug and this motherfucker all together. I wish we could. But I still see people on my Facebook supporting this motherfucker number like Houseway. You got a daughter. Like, how can you support this fucking creep? I can no, because it's one thing to say. Because I was talking, you saw I say something about separating um, music in some way. Well, so and so did this. I said no. See, you're pushing it. I hate when people try to generalize, try to prove their point. So like they said, uh, well, you know, Fab was accused of doing so and so. I said, a man who has twenty some odd years, a reputation of messing with young girls. It's totally different than that one time somebody had called on camera threatening somebody dead or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I don't even know what happened. I'm just going on with what we saw on camera. Even if that's all we know for sure, you can't sit here and try to equate those two things just to prove your point to try to make it sound like everybody's being extreme for saying you shouldn't be listening to R. Kelly. Why the fuck are you? How can you listen to R. Kelly? Yeah. How can you, how listen, can you, how listen, can you listen to that to fucking Kelly music knowing he ain't years. talking about you? He talking about some little ass girl. Uh, he not. That shit's creepy. Like, I, like I said, I can't listen to R. Kelly with, you know, with this new perspective. Like it's just no, it's impossible. Like, all the music that he's put out, even the music that he's put out. And you go recently, back and listen to some of that shit, you be like, Duh, this nigga. I used to listen to this shit. But like, you, you listen to shit, you think you be like, wait a minute, that shit sound real creepy. Now, Cause I'm like, he was talking about a kid. And you know what? Like, I have. Well, mom has the Aaliyah, you know, her first album. I kept looking at the back cover, I'm like, what is this in the background? Turns out it's R. Kelly, like, doing a Birdman hand rub. <laughs> <laughs> blurred out, so blurred out, so we couldn't know it's him. We know it was you, Bobby. We know it was you, Robert. We know it was you. Pu- public service announcement. Um, public announcement probably knew about that shit. Probably why you left that nigga. Hey, you know what? Good for y'all. And they was like, nah, nigga, we can't nah, be a part we, of this we shit. We can't be associated with your... Uh, uh, Dumb shit. We gotta go to. I'm sorry. We out, man. We, we, we out. out. We're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but we get this deal so we can go to the bankruptcy tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, fuck R. Kelly. And so that's another topic. And so that's my last on him. Fuck R. Kelly. Tell him to eat a dick. So. Cup. I have one thing I want. And this, so this is another. And this is more of a. I guess it's gonna be me ranting a little bit. Like in this whole podcast, I'd be me ranting to be fair, but <laughs> well, it's not really a rant. It's more like it's a, a, it's a controlled fury. It's the best way I can. Oh, Snowy, Snowy, Kobe Kingston now. 
I don't. Yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah, Control I'm chaos. not Jamaican though, and neither is he. But <laughs> I just look it. I'm just one step away from actually having the actual Jamaican voice. I just got to practice on it. Right. So. Watch it later. This is gonna be sports related, and. So just to be fair, I'm probably not going to say much because I'm not the biggest sports fan anymore. But yeah, this but guy it's over about, here but is. But it's not the one sport he actually does like, and that's basketball. Yeah. So yeah. he can he might have an opinion one way or the other. So let me preface this by saying this. I grew up a diehard Michael Jordan fan. Who hasn't? I born and raised in Detroit, and I hate the Pistons. Because I was a Which Michael Jordan version of the Pistons. Any, just any, I hate the Pistons in general. Mm. Fuck the Pistons. Mm. Fuck the Pistons as a group, organization, and motherfucking crew. Mm. Let's be clear. See the sincerity in this face. This is this has been an ongoing thing. Everybody that knows me knows this. If they don't know me, I'll tell them. Fuck the Pistons. So I hate the Pistons. I've always hated the Pistons. I grew up a Michael Jordan fan. So with that being said, I hate the Pistons, and that hate is just in, in, is inherently gotten worse over the years. Um, so I get in this argument with my, with my friends all the time because they're Pistons fans, and I hate them fuckers. So with that being said, why I'm a great, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. My frustration with Michael Jordan fans in general is that they're not objective. Well, I mean, and I understand fans in general. Like, first of all, the word fan is derived from the word fanatic. So I get, mm-hmm. I get that fans are not always logical to begin with. I get that, which is always hard because I, while I'm a fan of a lot of things, I'm also a logical person. So I have to look at things from a logical perspective. At the same time, one thing I've noticed about fans is that facts don't always matter. And if they are facts, they use they twist those facts to fit whatever narrative they want to push. So, for example, for whatever reason, as we've gotten further away from Michael Jordan's career, apparently, according to most Jordan fans, he never lost a game. Stop it. Like the way they talk about him. No. He didn't lose a game. So you mean to tell me he won everything. So you mean to tell me Michael Jordan to Goldberg? He never missed a shot. He never had a turnover. So he's just the perfect player. Apparently. This is this is bicentennial man. This is the way Michael Jordan fans are, and they sound to me now. Because I've heard people say, now and this is gonna hate. And first of all, I'm understand why people hate him, which is crazy to me. But and I'm gonna lead this back to Le- so and this is gonna go back to LeBron James. Yeah. So with LeBron James, I get it. Some people who are Jordan fans are just gonna say that there's no one's gonna ever be able to touch Jordan. But then when they say that, they always wanna bring up LeBron. They well no. They say LeBron is nowhere near, near, not even close to Jordan, which is bullshit. Yeah, have, have, if y'all see the numbers, they're it's really... bullshit. First of all, <laughs> so then the thing they'll say is, well, so the thing is on a, the narrative for LeBron was, LeBron wasn't clutch. He has more game winners in the playoffs than Jordan. Jordan had three. No, LeBron had no. Jordan had two. LeBron has five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they say he wasn't clutch. 
Then they say, um, who, uh, that was the biggest one. He's not clutch. Yeah, he's not clutch. The biggest argument is he's not clutch. He's not clutch. He's also not, he doesn't have that killer instinct like Kobe or Jordan did. First of all, LeBron's not a scorer. He never wanted to be a scorer. Nah. He's only been a scorer by necessity. Like if you need LeBron to start busting threes, send him out that there is, and start busting threes. And the thing is, he's gotten a lot better over your career. But shoot, Jordan won the greatest three-point shooter in the beginning either. He got better. Right. If but anything, Jordan was an inside man. He was a mid-range shooter, more of a to basket guy. He didn't get that 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 fadeaway until later in his career. His second go-round when he got that fadeaway. Yeah. Because he didn't have that shit a first three championships. That he just he developed that when he came back, right? When but he came, when he, that he was him, the Wizards, the right? Pope. No, when he, oh, when he came the, back from he uh, came back from retirement the first time. That's I was when he had uh, do four five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when he came back, he developed that fade away. That thing, That's man. when he became a post player. He wasn't really a. He was more of a wing. I don't know, wing guy. He'd take you off the dribble, lay up, dunk, dunk all that shit, and then he started. He got the three point um, shot too. So he wasn't like he developed his game over his career, same way LeBron has. Because you have to in, in this game of basketball, you have to reinvent yourself. Plus, especially when you get older, you're not as athletic. You can't, you can't play the same. You can't way. jump as high. You can't. T- you can't you're not run. as fast as you used to be. But with that being said, Jordan fans make it seem like he's this godlike figure that never had a bad game. <sighs> so, for example, or Kobe, for that matter, because I'll hear people yeah, say, "Yeah, because a lot of first people of all, are not talking about Kobe as much as they are LeBron today." Well, no, but there are people that are. Kobe fans will tell you in a minute. Well, Jordan fans, most Jordan fans, well, they're either Jordan fans or Kobe fans because they and the Kobe fans are using Kobe fans because he's so much like Jordan. Because yeah. he really did mimic his game after Jordan. Exactly. Exactly. Same matter was everything. The only thing was he's a better shooter. Mm. He's a better bad. He was a better bad shot maker because because Kobe would take a lot of bad shots. Jordan would pass uh, a little yeah, bit more yeah. than Kobe. Kobe took a lot of bad shots and just made them. Jordan Kobe would shoot over six people if he had to. He didn't care. Man, just he as long sh- as he shoot your whole team and the coach. He don't care. This, this is a that's just how Kobe was. Man. Jordan would at least make the right. In some cases, he'd make the right basketball play, mm. which is the reason why he's better than Kobe. With that so he's, being, a, he's a better playmaker. With that being said, if you really think about it, what era did Kobe really... Kobe only had a, maybe a two or three year run where he ran the NBA. Yeah. Because if you think about, about it... I'd say about three years. Maybe three. And I'll say it right here. So, Tim Duncan from 99... Well, no. The Lakers had their three. So, 99, um, the, the Spurs won. So then the Lakers had their three their three championships and Shaq was the best player on those teams. Yeah, on, on, on the that Pist- era. the Pistons won 04. Mm-hmm. 04 05. And then 05 06 was Miami. Yeah, the first version of the uh of LeBron. No, it was the first 04 05 was 04 05, I think was the Celtics, maybe. I think. Was it? No, 04 05 was the Celtics, the first year. The, no, it wasn't. No. 0405 was, was probably like 06 or something. It may have been. It may 0607. Because 0506 was the, the, the Heat. Yep. And then 06 was the Celtics. And that's when they kind of went back when Kobe and them came back when they got Powell. So Kobe had a run from maybe 07 to maybe 2010 where it was like him. It was a pretty decent run. Right. But LeBron has pretty much dominated ever since. So basically for the last eight years. 
it's been dominated by LeBron, mm-hmm. right? Whether, so whether he was on Cleveland or Miami, right? It's pretty much been him. So, Yawning. and the thing is, like, he really think about it because for a while, when Kobe was with the Lakers, the those the first three championships. Other than Shaq, Tracy McGrady was the, considered the best player in the game, mm-hmm. league. Yeah, people forget that for about a five six year period. Tracy was, McGrady was the man. It was he all just about T Mac. Like T Mac was the man. T Mac yeah. is an unsung hero in Orlando hero. and in Houston. Yeah, especially in Houston. I think he shined more in Houston than he did back when. Well, he was yeah, because he, he had a better team then. Yeah, but like even Orlando, he was killing it. So. And first of all, I'm, I, I don't dislike Kobe. I love I, I'm People don't understand. I was a huge Kobe fan before he even came in the league. Like, I, I had the first Kobe shoes. And fucking Adidas with the... Oh, the, the, stupid, the, uh, with the bumps on the bottom and the shits. With the, the Buick looking shoes? No, those weren't the first. Those actually weren't the first. Those were like his third or fourth. Those were like his third or fourth shoe. What? Oh. His first ones was these white shoes. And they had this new design that Adidas was trying... Where they had these like it's supposed to like help you get traction better. So it had these little like no, bumps on the bottom of shit. Yeah, look at his first shoe. I had them shits because this was when I was at Cavs in ninth grade. Mm. So like I was a fan of Kobe. But people don't understand how circumstances work. Yeah, exactly. Cause the thing people hold against LeBron is well, he didn't stay in Cleveland. Kobe wouldn't have done that. Jordan would have gone. Okay, first of all. Kobe didn't have to. Because right. Kobe, Kobe was traded to, to the fucking Lakers when he got drafted. Exactly. Best believe if he had stayed in he had stayed in fucking Charlotte where he actually got drafted to, <laughs> best believe he wouldn't have been in his whole career. Let's nah, be clear. Nah. Shit. Kobe wanted to leave the Lakers. Kobe almost went to the Clippers. Damn, until really? he threatened them and it got piled in that fucking steal of a deal. So now uh, let's not act like Everybody just is just sweet. Uh, Jordan was drafted deep. Chicago. He got lucky. Yeah, he did. Because it was not hard to get people to go to Chicago, draft people, or and get free agents and shit like that. Wow. Okay. These I'm I'm I just now put up the old Kobe shoe. This is the one I was talking about. It kind of looks like an old Buick. Let me see. No, those aren't the first ones. The Adidas, right? Those aren't the first ones though. Oh, cause I think when I pulled up, uh, Kobe one, it had his Nike shoes. These it are his first his... ones. Those are the first ones. Whoa. Those are the first ones. Whoa, Nike models. Oh, Eat your heart out. <laughs> the Kobe Adidas back in the day looked like the 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 uh, evolution of the dad shoe. It really does. Like it really, really does. Like, just looking at it now, I can see these getting sold off the corner on like Mac and Connor. Well, they were actually at the time they were dope because you see the look, the how those. So they they were actually like those were like they were like big old like turtle shells on the bottom of the shoes. They're supposed to make it so you have better like. It was weird, but it was some new design that uh, that Adidas was trying at the time. Uh, so I had those, right? So I, I, I was a Kobe fan from the beginning. Whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I won't ride with those. No. Hey, I, I was a ninth grade anchor. <laughs> they were the new Kobe shoes. So hey, you know what? I had, I had the uh, I had the first Grand Hills and the second Grand Hills when he was doing uh, his deal with Fila. I had the f- second ones, and that was by accident. 
because I asked for the Penny Hardaways mm. for Christmas. Mm. I remember those, too. And I loved those pennies, right? My dad, when he got them, they only had the white ones, but they only had them in a smaller, they didn't have them in my size. So he got them, but they weren't, I couldn't fit them. My, my foot had grown. Right. So we called around. I called every fucking Foot Locker and Foot Action. Nobody had. What was the size at the time? I was wearing a third. I think I was in a twelve. No, I was in a thirteen before Mm. my shoe went to a fourteen. I've been in the fourteen ever since. But I was and I was turning fourteen that year, so it was funny. But yeah, from the time I was nine till I was fourteen, my shoe size jumped jumped on my. He did that crazy art. Right. So. So it was like 9, 9, 10, 10. I wore the same shoes as my age. Right, right. From 9 to 14. But so he went back and he couldn't find those. So he exchanged them and got me the Grand Hills. The ones that little fucking line on the side. Yeah, those are the ones I had. So I was not happy though because I hate the feeling and I was a Nike person. But I have a choice. So You know what? The Grand Hill 2s actually worked out good for me because it went with everything I wore. The problem is over time they crumbled. Like the sole had crumbled and then like the whole back part kind of literally ate away at itself. Yeah. And that was a feeler thing. So so getting back to what I was saying, so yeah, we back on Kobe track. Kobe had this assassin's mentality that everybody loved. But nobody around him liked him. Like that's the thing. He and later in his career people started to like him, but he was like, an asshole of a person. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I even didn't like yeah. MJ. And so my thing is this: people have this love affair with MJ, and I love it because he was like, you know, look, I love MJ. But for people to claim or to dis, and first of all, beyond basketball, people's hatred for LeBron is crazy. Is ridiculous to me because the way people hate LeBron is like they like he raped their mom or some like, shit. He, like, the people, like he the way st- people hate LeBron is like, like LeBron he fuck- coming into your house and just shot everybody. Like he fucked a bitch or something. Like like what like, the fuck? Is you mad or not? Like what he do? Like the dude, the dude ain't never done nothing wrong. And y'all ain't never get caught for no bullshit. The worst thing he ever did was do the fucking decision to leave Miami. That's I mean leave for Miami. That's well, the my thing is this: so people hated him for that. Right. leaving Cleveland. He left Cleveland because he couldn't get no. They couldn't get no people there. They couldn't get any free agents there. At the same time, he was like, you know what? I'm going to go. And my thing is this. What I don't have a problem with is that most, for the most part, NBA players are always at the mercy of the owners and what the owners want to do. Mm-hmm. So for one time, three three black men said, hey, no, we're going we gonna to control this shit. We're going to go to Miami together. Mm-hmm. And he got learned it. how to win there. He and so when he came, but he came right back and won a championship for Cleveland. How can you hate that? Like, And the thing is, the dude has been with his high school sweetheart forever. They got three awesome kids together. Mm. The dude it gives away all types of shit for charity. He's an awesome. He's a great businessman. How do you hate? How him? do you hate this guy? And it's like and y'all he's hate doing him. something for y'all city. Though. Y'all hate him. No, but it's it's people around the world. People from, like, yeah, but I'm saying he, I'm speaking like for the people specifically in Cleveland because they, they don't really hate him as much. They did when he left. That's what I'm saying. But like, I, and they, I get it to an extent, but because of the way it happened. I mean, but because they felt like it was move. home, but they felt like it was home. So I get that to an extent. I understood it to an extent. To I mean, an extent. yeah, he's a hometown boy, but what do you do when there's? But no it was talent? also, but it also speaks to that whole mentality of how people look at players, like we own you. 
you play for us. Uh, nope. <laughs> but that's how people look at it. They don't look at players all the time as human beings. They look at them as a commodity. Yeah. You are you are here for my entertainment. And that's the whole nother conversation I'm going to get into today. But people that hate LeBron James can never really give me a good reason why they hate LeBron James. And the, the only reasons people, that they come up with is just ridiculous. It's the argument it's, itself. They try to come I've actually had people tell me, I hate LeBron James because he's a selfish player. And I said, who, what, where? The whole narrative of his career has been, he's been too unselfish. Right. He's been too nice. People would get mad at him for passing the ball. And you're saying he's a selfish player? How, Sway? But this is... Let me let me just say something. Basketball is not a one-person show. It never has been. Still ain't. When you well, want people... this man to pass the ball to his teammates, everybody's getting a ring. But let let people tell it he shouldn't do that. But then it's like, well, he won't. But he don't win. It's his fault. It's like, no, he can't win. It. Jordan never won the championship by himself. No, it was Kobe never won. No. Let's be clear. Like people was talking about somebody. Um, when LeBron had a bad game in the first game against the Celtics in the series, as one of somebody on pace. Um, one of the guys on my pace is like, man, Kobe. What this would never happen to Jordan or uh, Kobe. I said, I distinctly remember. Kobe having a horrible game seven, mm-hmm. and the only reason they won that game in the, in the, win the championship was because of Ron Artest and Paul Gasol. Because Kobe went for like seven for 25 or some shit. And it was horrible. And it was horrible and had like seven turnovers and didn't do shit. Shout out to Metal World Peace. So for you to say that would never have a Kobe, people have bad games. Jordan had bad games. Okay, who you were? But you are you're going, going to, to have a slow. bad game. But for you to make it seem like. It only happens to LeBron. That's bullshit. People have bad shooting nights, up. Uh, exactly. Like, nobody's fucking perfect. People are going to Jordan had slump. plenty of bad games. And let's be clear. If we talk, and like people, because then the other argument will be, well, Jordan won, is 6-0 in the finals. I say, you're right. He was. This is, this is going to But name one team that Jordan played in the finals that was as good as the Spurs that, that because LeBron only lost. Well, other than Dallas team, I won't count Dallas because Dallas is the one thing they should have beat. I'll give them that. That one I'll give you. Mm. But because but, that was partly LeBron not showing up. So I'll give you that. That was the one thing I'll give people when they cut their argument against LeBron is that one series. But he's won three championships since then. Y'all can't keep holding that over him, right? Right. right. You can't keep holding up that one, game, or that one series. But if you're going to tell me <laughs> that first and foremost, Let's say I'm trying to figure out what my thought is here. So he's only lost to two teams other than that Dallas team. San Antonio and the Warriors. Both for all time great teams. These are facts. Right. So Name me one team that Jordan played in the finals that was better than either of those teams. None of none that I can recall. These are the teams that Jordan played in the finals. The Blazers, they had a one-year run. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, I think he went in the finals. Yeah. No, this was when he was still uh, 23 or 45. 
He only played twenty to forty five for like half a season. And he came back. Yeah. No, he only played. I mean, in fact, he only played forty five when he first came back from retirement because he came back like mid season. So he came back from retirement. He played forty five for like ten games and he wasn't shooting well. He went back to twenty three in like New York. I remember because he scored forty fifty five that night. I remember that vividly. But that's, um, that's funny. The that, double uh, nickel. That's that's funny. But. Like, I remember all these things. Like, I, I, that's my thing. Is like, people always make it, uh, I very vividly remember these situations. But, um, so you beat the Lakers. But it was like, we ain't talking about Showtime. We talking about this Lakers team was on the last, last legs. Like, they had, yeah, this, this magic was, was about to go. This was, oh, how, what, what year was that? That was 91. 91. So you had magic, you had Abdul Jabbar. Kareem was gone. Oh, Kareem was gone by this one? Kareem was gone. They have Vladi. Oh, yeah, they did have Vladi. They did have Vladi. Kareem, Kareem was gone. Vladi was, the was there. Um, Brian Russell was... No, I'm sorry. Brian... Um, Here we fucking name. Byron Russell was there. Worthy was... Injured Jeez, roughly, yeah. So like it was like an older team. This wasn't like the same Showtime Lakers that went head up with the fucking like Celtics all those years. They this were on. The they were done. As, this was the Lakers as the Spurs. It was at the end of their run. The OG. It was the end. Was no. It was just the end of their run. They were done. They were older. Yeah. So Jordan had ended. So we go. We not gonna count that. They're not gonna. You're gonna tell me I was all time the way that team because that was the end of their run. So don't. We can't. I'm not so gonna count that. They're fading out already. Right. Um, so they beat them. Then the Blazers. Blazers had a one year run. Um, but they weren't that great a team. And then the uh the Blazers just got lucky. The and then the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And the only thing it's, Phoenix had Phoenix going that year lucky. is that that was the year Barkley went fucking crazy and won the MVP. <laughs> so then come back, he won against the Supersonics, which Really? The Sonics? Seattle Sonics. Granted, Gary Payton was a beast, and they had some good players, but we're not going to talk to them, call them an all-time great king. Let's nah, just be clear. Nah, GP was and a then good they, piece. And then the they puzzle. played the um the Utah Jazz two years in a row. So that's five different teams. And then those teams, I can even, can even sniff the fucking Spurs. Yeah, Tim Duncan, David Robinson for, for two of those first championships. Mm. Mm. And then you had Ginobili, Sean Elliott, fucking Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Vinny Del Negro. All these get like, them teams were fucking loaded. Then, like, so let's not act like, and then Kawhi was there when he came in. So, like, it was a pretty smooth transition for them. So let's not act like, let's not act like, they just had this, like, the Bulls faced, like, the greatest competition in the world in the finals. Shit, even Kobe's Lakers, Kobe's best competition in the finals was the Celtics. Yeah, by far. Right. He beat, so when he was with Shaq, they beat the Sixers, the Pacers, and the Nets. And they were still with Jersey at this point. Yeah, this is when this Kid, is... Jason Kidd was there. Oh, man. Right, Kenya Martin, Jason Kidd, and um, I can't remember his fucking name. 
There was a like, lot was, of people on the Jersey Nets. This was the New Jersey Nets, right? So my thing is, y'all can tell me, like Kobe and them didn't play like great teams. You gotta play some mid grade. Like, you can't <laughs> tell me he they pay like LeBron has lost to all time great teams. The teams that Jordan beat, and the teams that Kobe beat are not even nearly as good as the teams that LeBron has had to face. Mm. It's just not. It's not even close. It's a different caliber, right? So you can't tell me. You can't sit here and try to hold that against him. But I digress. I just had to get it off my chest because I felt like people have made Jordan into this whole mythological thing. Like he's like, he's like fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> like he's just this <laughs> mythological creature that just nah, I like think people he see crushes Jordan everything. Some hotness. Right, and it's crazy to me. Like I get it. He's great, and yeah, for some people he will never be surpassed, and I get that. Just like there are older people that think that Bill Russell would never be surpassed or Dr. J. I fully understand it. But for y'all to make it seem like LeBron is not even close, it's bullshit. You are playing yourself. Just bullshit. But um, that's all I got. Got anything else you want to talk about, Wade? Uh, actually, yeah. Just few plugs here and there if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Shameless plug. We're going to preface that. Cheap plug. Shameless plug. Alright, so uh, if you went to some high like, not even high price, but... Uh, high end. High end. Thank you. Uh, if you're looking for some great style and uh, high end style, if you're into that, all my fashion geeks out there, check us out at fearlessrebels.com uh, we got some heat for y'all, man. Support black businesses all the way. Uh, this is something from the ground up. Me and my boy City cooked this up about two years ago. And, uh, we making moves, y'all. So, support the black businesses. We got, uh, we got music, new music that's been posted, uh, recently by the homie Sage. Up and coming MC. Up and coming artist. The guy's a problem, man. Uh, got some new heat out. Support this guy. He's a real deal. Um, and another thing, shout out to my guy Dustin, who's uh coming up with a uh wrestling promotion. Uh, it's called uh Championship Wrestling Federation. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, CWF, at uh Facebook.com. Championship Wrestling. I'm sorry, Championship Wrestling League at Facebook.com. And uh, my guy's looking for talent. So if you got the talent, bring yourself on. Hit my guy Dustin up. He'll tell you what to do. And uh, Wakanda Forever. Those guys in the room. How you doing? All right. So that is uh, the end of episode one for the Don with the King podcast. I am Will K. the King. He is C. Wade. A.K.A. Young Razor the Jefe, baby. And we are bidding you a good night. Peace.